India and Australia rivalry is one of the fiercest rivalries in world cricket. Probably the only rivalry which is set up on the basis of cricketing acumen. The likes of other better rivalries like the Ashes and the India-Pakistan series don't really hold as much of importance and as much of credit to cricketing acumen as to baggages that two nations carry. However, welcome to the ninth episode of the Shining Stars Border Gavaskar Trophy. And while till now we have discussed a lot of fiery, gritty batsmen and bowlers who have really shaped up the rivalry and the competitiveness of this test series between two nations. In this episode, we are going to talk about two very distinctively different batsmen. One who's considered and widely considered to be one of the most destructive batsmen in the whole world, while the other only known for his elegant stroke making and his excellent conduct on the field. While both of them had their own share of controversies to live with, but widely still one of the best in their own spheres. We are talking about Virupaji or Virendra Sehwag and Damien Martin. Yeah, thanks, uh, Bhai, and uh, welcome, everyone. The Border Gavaskar and, uh, and, and the Shining Stars. And who do, who do we have today? Virendra Sehwag and Damien Martin. Well, what can you say? I mean, if, if ever there was, there was an explosive opening batsman, um, it was our Viru, uh, Viru Paji, a, a trendsetter, actually. I mean, he, he changed the whole concept of, of batting, uh, of, of opening batting in, in test matches, you can say. And, and Damian Martin, uh, probably, probably the most unsung of the selection that we have going into the series uh, among the shining stars. Um, he's also, I think, uh, the guy who's played the least number of tests among the guys whom we've, we've selected in the border Gavaskar, only eight tests for Damian Martin, um, 23 test matches for Viru. Uh, but there's a reason why we've selected Damian Martin and, and could not ignore um, a batsman as classy as Martin. So um, first things first, both part of that, again, part of that millennium duel between the Steve Waugh and, and, and Ganguly sides uh, and a very integral part of, of those sides. Uh, Sehwag, in fact, a testament to what, what Ganguly had built and, 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 of course, that carried on with, with Rahul Dravid and Kumle's captaincies. Um, you know, experience, class, raw talent, aggressiveness, all bundled together and Virendra Sehwag was, uh, was, was, was symptomatic, I, I mean, symbolic. Of, of the of that uh, Daniel Martin again uh, someone who's you know given India a torrid time and not just in test matches uh, where he has I think just under 50 yeah. uh, as a batting average in the border of Gavaskar imagine um, 50 batting average is phenomenal across eras um, but Daniel Martin also tormented India in, in the one-day format during that time. If you remember the famous final uh, in South Africa where uh, Ponting and Martin flayed the Indian bowlers uh, the, the World Cup, which, which we lost in the final. So, yeah, two swashbuckling players in their own, both stroke makers, fantastic stroke makers. Martin technically a bit better than Viru. Uh, in fact, a lot better than Viru. Martin was, was tech, you know... Uh, a regular 
क्लासी मिडल ऑर्डर बैट्समैन सहवाग नो द फ्रीक का नो फुट मूवमेंट सी बॉल स्मैश बॉल हिज फर्स्ट यू नो बॉर्डर गवास्कर सीरीज वॉज दैट फेमस टू थाउजेंड एंड थ्री फोर सीरीज विच इंडिया ड्रू इन ऑस्ट्रेलिया स्टीव वन सौरव गांगुली कैप्टन एंड एंड सहवाग वॉज सच एन इंटीग्रल पार्ट ऑफ दैट अचीवमेंट यू नो बिसाइड्स द फैक्ट दैट ही स्कोर दैट ब्रिलियन वन नाइनटी फाइव इन totally changed the way um you know the whole cricketing world perceived opening batting with that innings can you believe it he he actually wanted to score a double uh, 100 by hitting a six and got out in that 195 and i mean could be very normal talk for youngsters today but but something which you know we couldn't fathom in those days um so 453 runs in that series across the four tests uh, three scores um i think uh, of 50 and that apart from in fact 550s and that 195 so consistent throughout that series one of the key lights of course dravid got the man of the series there but sevag uh, no less a contributor with the bat and then carried on uh, again the thing about good player I mean, great players and good players is that you know they're consistent over a period of time um in the monkey gate series sevag had a 150 in adelaide of course we lost that hartford series 2-1 but um, that's in 2007-8 he played border gavaskar right through um, you know i think in 2011-12 uh, that series he had a couple of 50s and 198 runs there as well so uh, you know a long contribution by viru um, in the border gavaskar uh, and and damian martin i think not more than three series but a very important part of that 2003-4 series as well and then part of that team which came to india and won the series and and damian martin was the man of the series of that final frontier which which gilchrist con- conquered for steve war um two two tons in that series in india and you could say he was the bulwark uh, of the australian batting which helped uh, you know australia finally beat india in a test series in india so uh, that was how huge martin's contribution to the border gavaskar rivalry is uh, as long as uh, australia don't win their next series in india uh, they'll remember him uh, there for a long time so again two brilliant batsmen uh, always uh, playing for the team and for the team's cause under any situation um, and uh, you know classy in their own right that's right i mean both sevag and martin had had very distinctive uh, moments of or defining moments of their career happening at the border gavaskar trophy to be precise but you know both had a slump in their career in the initial time that really took them out of the team to a destructive mode and when they came back they came back obviously sevag with a different vengeance and a different style of play Martin also returned and it was only in this return where he probably performed against uh, India in India to take give Australia the win after 30 years but you know what show me more critical over here is who was Virendra Sehwag I mean a batsman who probably the critics and the purists always said that not the best style of batting not the most right technique but yet the only amongst four batsmen in the world to have made two 300s in a test match apart from that he probably scored double centuries like it was a walk in the park and i mean what was it i mean i've seen sevag playing 
so distinctively and I remember he comes in there was a time when we thought that oh Seva comes if he's hitting we are winning and the moment he was out we were thinking who's the next guy can Sachin pull it off or not so such was the dependency on Seva and what about his batting which was so unorthodox but still made him click you think worked for him yeah I think hand-eye coordination was his biggest strength um, a tremendous eye for the ball and, and he could judge uh, you know length very very quickly. Virendra Sehwag is the only player in the cricketing world who has made me eat humble pie. I mean, I'm no, I'm no great shakes, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I've been right about, you know, about the career trajectories or, or you know, or about the, the contribution to the game of most, of almost every player. Uh, because, you know, having played the game, having been, you know, been with the game, and having seen players, it's it's pretty easy to ascertain, uh, you know, which are players for the long run and, and who are players who would, you know, just hang around. But within the Seva was the first, I mean, we had written him off uh, initially, you know, in your own groups where, you know, you discuss cricket. Uh, because there was nothing going for him, uh, particularly in test cricket. I mean, you could still accept him in limited overs cricket, but in test cricket, he had nothing going for him. He, he didn't have the right attitude you know, within quotes, of course, uh, that a test opener should have had. He wasn't patient. Um, he, he, he gave the feeling that he wasn't willing to, you know, grind it out. Um, uh, he gave you the feeling that uh, he would, you know, always go about it, you know, in, in the slam-bang way. Um, and uh, his technique left a lot to be desired because there wasn't much foot movement. He used to play away from the body. And, and and so on and so forth um, but 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 sheer weight of performances within the Sehwag made you and us and, and everyone in the cricketing world eat humble pie because uh, I mean he was a phenomenon I mean before there was no one before Sehwag in, 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 in the test opening slot even I mean we have we used to have attacking batsmen as test openers we had Desmond Haynes and Gordon Greenwich who were much more, I think, you know, flair and attacking for a longer period of time as openers. But even they weren't as murderous or as dismissive of quality bowling attacks. I mean, you spoke about the, the two triple centuries. I remember the 195 that we spoke about in Melbourne and he got dismissed trying to go for a six. He actually repeated that in Pakistan after that and, and you know, I think he was six short of 300 and he hit a six to get in to reach trip, a triple century. So this is after he got out, you know, trying to go for a double with a six, which basically tells you that as far as, you know, between the two years were concerned, uh, he was different and uh, he wouldn't be listening to advice. Sehwag would actually, uh, you know, his, his, his partners tell him, uh, would whistle songs while batting, uh, completely nonchalant about, you know, things going on around. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he was that that kind of a freak, once in a, once in a century kind of a player. Um, you spoke about the ups and downs. I mean, these kind of players, of course, both Sevag and Martin, uh, yeah, they didn't have the rosiest of, of, of stints uh, in the national team. They were players who who were dropped and, uh, you know, rotated or what ha whatever you, you want to call them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not everybody, you know, um, is as as lucky as 
a very minor minority of of players who who get a free stint at the national team but but these guys were so strong in their minds and uh, in 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 the way they used to go about their art um that they could always come back and uh, so so both martin and sevag uh yeah i mean martin very strong technically as well and uh, sevag of course uh strong in the mind more than than technique but but both has its you know plus points and, and both help uh both those qualities help sevag and martin in their career absolutely that's right shomit i mean in fact sevag's impact as a batsman was so huge that in 2008 he was not only included in the wisden leading cricketers of the world but he was the only batsman of any nationality ever to retain it in fact even in 2009 now moving on from there i mean both of these were really different but prolific and established batsmen at least they played a very critical role in the border gavaskar trophy for both the countries both of them were also part time bowlers while sehwag was a light right arm off spin bowler damien martin was a medium pacer coming back i mean i don't remember about sehwag's bowling style a lot i mean i don't I, except for one of faint memories that i have i'm sure you remember them much more distinctively what were they as bowlers okay martin actually um much less of a bowler than sehwag so um martin the occasional uh, medium pace to 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 rest the uh, the frontline bowlers i'm guessing in fact has about two wickets in his test career um of 67 test matches sehwag on the other hand uh, much more of a bowler in fact even in 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 the present limited overs series going on down under you would hear people talking about how um uh, uh, the india team is missing batsmen who can roll the arm over and and sehwag's name comes up over and over again so that is what what he brought to the team um he uh, a very clever off spinner again so sehwag was all in the mind you know everything was in the mind the guy had played his cricket at on on the streets on 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 the fields and uh, always used to work on the mind of a batsman he got 10 wickets in the in the whole border gavaskar series um uh, over 10 years um so that's in test matches but he was also very effective fifth bowler or fourth bowler in the limited overs uh, editions uh, used to work on the mind of the batsman used to anticipate the next stroke and uh, knew how to bowl to his field knew how to outthink um a batsman and and buy his wicket so very clever a very a very entertaining bowler to watch because he's always uh, trying something uh something new and uh, very effective as well um, uh, for india uh, more so in limited overs cricket uh, less in test cricket but as i said 10 10 wickets in uh, in the border gavaskar trophy uh, in test matches so uh, so you knew how valuable sehwag was to the team besides his destructive batting absolutely one who loved to play by the book and the other who probably wrote the book himself but that's about it from this episode of the border gavaskar trophy shining stars before we close our episode like every time do not forget to follow sport and attic on facebook instagram twitter linkedin and tumblr and listen to india's only sports news weekly podcast sports this week on apple podcast google podcast spotify